This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The sprint car world is full of great people. You know Aaron. You've been around them. It's, it's, it's like family. It's like friends. There's such a quality of so many individuals in the sprint car world. There really there? is. It, it's true. I mean, you can say it about anything in life or anything you're involved with, but I've, I still tell the story about when I raced stock cars for a few years, went back and raced the World of Outlaws, and it was like coming back to family. Like yeah. it really, really was. You never – and that's what I noticed when we were at Houston's. Yeah, and then um, and at, at race weekends, it's like you come back and it's like you're you're having the same conversation with the same people, and then it strikes you, I haven't talked to this person in two and a half and years. It doesn't feel like it's been. And it doesn't feel yeah. like that, but it's just I think the quality of the people, mm-hmm. and then you have the great quality of the sprint car people, and then you have some of the pillars of mm-hmm. that, like uh, Brad Doty, who is just the spokesperson. If we had to pick one guy, okay, you're going to represent sprint car racing. Yeah, Brad is it. Okay, yeah. uh, we've whittled down the field. All the other great people, we've whittled down the field. Brad is going to be it. And uh, so Brad's getting ready for the 33rd annual Brad Doty Classic coming up at Attica Raceway Park. And uh, Brad is also a guy that we like to talk to about sprint car racing in general, mm-hmm. sprint car and midget magazine columnist, and uh, just has such an insight into the sport. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk to Brad Doty. I that's love all catching right. up with Brad. Oh. oh, I do too. And catching up with Brad, the last time I, I think the last time I talked to Brad would have been uh, two years ago at Knoxville. I was just going to say, At the yeah, Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Um, but he's been out and about. He was over in Pennsylvania yeah. so recently. I saw him at some Ohio Signing Tech. some autographs. Yeah, oh, he's a rock star. He's a oh, rock he star. Sure that's is. for sure. Uh, well deserved, for sure. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk to Brad Doty here today on Wing Nation, presented by Drydeen by DRF Racing Oil. She's Aaron Evernham. I'm Steve Post. Before we get to that, though, let's take a look back. Saturday night, Cedar Lake, it is Carson Macedo and Brad Sweet. Here they are, Johnny Gibson with the call on Dirt Vision. And now for the Drydeen Deft-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Brad Sweet may have a run in the closing two laps. He's got a run down the back straightaway. They'll race to the white flag with a battle for the lead. Slide job by the big cat. He leads as they take the white flag. That deaf-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Deaf, the official deaf of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydeen.com for more information. For decades, Drydeen Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydeen offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. 
If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Drydeen.com. Drydeen, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Wing Nation, presented by Dryden by DRF Racing Oil, joins us. Joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline, our good friend Brad Doty. Hello, Brad. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey, man, it's sure great to be back on. It's been way too long. Yeah, we were talking about that. I don't know when the last time we've had you on, and I was telling Aaron and I were talking, I think the last time I saw you might have been outside of the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. We had that that worldwide pandemic that just kind of set everything off, didn't it? Man, didn't that screw everything up? It's just (laughs) crazy. Yeah, really did. Brad, I was reading a press release, and it said this is the Uh 33rd annual Brad Doty Classic. Let me get the name right. Got to make sure the 33rd annual Ohio Logistics Brad Doty Classic presented by Racing Optics. Brad, you're not that old. Does, I'm not. No. <laughs> I was I was like I was like 10 or something, you know, when it started. So, yeah. Yeah. Does that even seem does that even seem possible, Brad, though? 33 years? No. No, not at all. Um for those that aren't aware, I mean, it started out as a benefit race uh after my accident in 1988 and then uh, they they changed the, the name to the Brad Doty Classic just in, to honor my career, and I really had no affiliation with the the promotion of it or anything until 2005, and that's when I got directly involved as a co-promoter of the event and had skin in the game, so to speak, you know. And and so yeah, it's been, but even since 2005 to now, it's just it's flown by. Brad, it, it has to have, even at the time after your accident, such an honor to know the community supported you like it like it has. But then to get involved as a promoter and to be there in, in the thick of it and see all the people that are behind just what you've done in your career and how giant this event has become, that's got to be really emotional, really. It is. And I, I'm kind of an, in a, my family teases me. I, I say I cry it. Hallmark commercials during Hallmark commercials, you know, so uh, I do get a little emotional sometimes. And yeah, it's, 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 it's an emotional day. Just, uh, you know, you and I, we've always talked about it, you know, it gets a little stressful, uh, the closer it gets, you know, we put a lot of work and time into it, you know, months literally. And, and so you want it to be a perfect day. You want the race to be perfect and no dust and a great race and all that. And, And it can't be perfect, but Man, just to see the, the, the people come filing in and, and hopefully a big crowd. And uh, I always try to thank the crowd, get out in front of the crowd some night, sometime during the night and just seeing the response from them. And, and then, you know, some of the drivers in Victory Lane, uh, some of the emotion they show. And, you know, Paul McMahon was a big fan of mine growing up. And I didn't even know it till after we got to know each other for a couple of years before he even bothered to mention it. But. You know, he had tears in his eyes when he won, and it, it's it's been, uh, yeah, that's very, very rewarding and, and can be emotional. Paul was the 2014 winner of the Brad Doty Classic. That was when it was over at Limeland Speedway. Um, last year, 
you got the chance to spend, uh, you were one of many people who spent time in Victory Lane. When, when I look at the names that have won this thing, it's Kinzer, it's Hewitt, it's Bobby Allen, it's Danny Smith, it's, it's you know, Dale Blaney, it's, it's a who's who of racing. Has to be neat to have the name Kyle Larson on that win list as well, though. Yeah, you know, it was pretty, you know, he put on a good show last year and, and uh, you know, obviously him winning the race got us a lot of attention. You know, as a promoter, that's, you know, you, 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 you like to see that, but uh, yeah, I mean, and, and that's another thing, you know, a lot of the drivers tell me, you know, they, they want their name on the list and on that shirt, you know, we always put the winner's list on the, on the event shirt. And uh, you know, I've had drivers come right out and say, I, you know, they'll point to the shirt and say, I want my name on there, you know, kind of thing. So uh, yeah, that's, that makes it really special. Brad, we've talked for years, like you mentioned, about how much work goes into this and in, in the sponsorship and the last minute and checking the weather apps and all that. But is there a point at, during the night or maybe that day that you, you, you do relax and try to take it all in? Or are you just so nervous it's a perfect show that you don't really get to enjoy the moment maybe until after it's over? Well, I hate to, I hate to say this, but I, don't get me wrong. I definitely enjoy it. You know, especially if it's if it's a beautiful weather and there's you know pretty much no chance of rain, it is a little more relaxing. But you just never know what's going to happen throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't want to. We try to run a, a fast, efficient show. It's a weeknight, so we, you know, we try. We, I think the latest we've ever been is ten fifteen to ten thirty. So we you know try to get it, but literally not until the victory lane photos are being taken do I finally kind of relax and take a deep breath and think you know we we made it you know, kind of thing. So, you know, Aaron, it's kind of like, you know, leading a race from the, from the green flag, you know, you, you always feel like you can't relax. You can't let up until you get to that checkered flag. And then it, then it's a relief, you know, and that's kind of, kind of the way it is with the race. Once the checkered flag falls or in Victor lane, it's just kind of a relief. In 2016, Brad, you moved the race over to Attica Raceway Park. It started at Attica, then moved to Lima land for a number of years. Uh, and then back to Attica. Um, John Morse, Rex Lejeune, I cannot imagine putting together a race like this with a better duo of partners as you guys pull this off. Yeah, man, they have been super to work with. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody at Lima, Lima Land was too, but, you know, they, John Boris is, uh, oh, he's in his seventies and still, you know, gets up in the water truck and, and, now they, they have a guy they call pork chop that actually does the, tr- the track prep and stuff, but John's in the water truck. He's watering the pit. He's, he's all, I mean, he's a go-getter. He's running here and there and everywhere. And he's been very open to, you know, trying different things to get the track better. And, and, uh, you know, Rex does a great job with helping promote the event, get the word out and, and just does a, uh, you know, great job on a weekly basis. And of course, when it's a, World of Outlaws race, the the sanctioning body kind of takes over, and and they work with the the corner workers and the people at Attica, and and both uh, the, the workers at Attica and the World of Outlaws officials, you know, have always said it. It's always been really good working together. They, they everybody seems to understand what the other side needs, and and it just kind of flows, and that's that's always a, a positive. Brad, how much time do you spend at the track leading up to this race? Do you is it are you physically there a lot, or is it just a lot of phone calls or Zoom calls or whatever you might do to help keep things moving along? Yeah, I, I, well, they, for the first time ever, they they did have a World of Outlaws race back in May, 
And uh, obviously, I was at that one and helped, you know, promote, you know, this race coming up. I was at their All Star Speed Week show and talked to the crowd there. And but as far as, you know, you just mentioned John Bors and, and Rex Lejeune. They they do all the day to day operations of the track, obviously. So I stay out of their way. I just let them. So I, I do get there early on race day. But yeah, it's a, a lot of um, podcasts and interviews and and talking with sponsors and making sure that uh, Brian Liskey, the announcer, the weekly announcer, does the the press releases. So you know, I work closely with him to make sure all of our sponsors get press releases and get mentions and and that kind of thing. So um, yeah, they 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 take care of all the the hard work, I guess, and and I do a lot of the promotion end of it, just trying to keep the sponsors happy. And you've had some really neat partners with us. We we mentioned it's Ohio Logistics, Brad Doty Classic, presented by Racing Optics. So those two, Ohio Logistics, Racing Optics as well. But then I saw uh, Priority Aviation does some stuff and some other people. Uh, it, it, it has to be heartwarming to see folks jump in and, and, and partner with you with sponsorship at the various elements as well, Brad. Uh, absolutely. We, you know, Gill Construction came on board last year, and um, they actually haven't, Part of another company, CK Mechanical, uh, they wanted to be involved, so they came on for this year. And, and Cali's Performance Products has been with us for many, many years. Priority Aviation and the Marshalls came on a couple, you know, three or four years ago, and and just to see, um, you know, that, that they like to be part of the event. Now, I, I like to call it, you know, brand recognition. I mean, I can't. Um, but they, you know, you guys know the B and B business to business. You know, I can't, I can't guarantee that I'm going to bring any business to any one of them. Um, but we do try to get their brand and their logo out to the world. And and they said it's you know important to them that people know that they're involved in the event, and that makes me feel good as well. Brad, the competition level in, in sprint car racing in general right now, and just on a broader scale, you know, Kyle Larson won last year, put on an, a terrific show, really, anytime he's in a sprint car, he does. But uh, across the board, uh, World of Outlaws, All-Stars, Pennsylvania, California, Ohio, like, it's, see, we talk about it every week on the show, the competition level now and the races that they're producing uh, just seem to be really at an all-time high. Oh, absolutely. And I, I took some heat. On Twitter, because uh, uh, they said I—I'll say they, they use the word—they said I peed on Wolfgang, Sammy, and and Steve because I made the comment. I think it's tougher to win a World of Outlaws race today than it's ever been, and I think those the three guys would probably agree with that. Mm-hmm. It's just those guys back in the you know late seventies and early eighties. You know they they when you go to a a wing sprint car race. There may be 10 cars that were, you know, the equivalent of a 410, and then you might have another five or 10 that are, you know, equivalent of a 360, and then a few 305, you know, thrown in there. Uh, it, you know, the, and so you could come from the back of the field a lot easier and look like a, a hero. Where today, the equipment is so equal. The cars, I like to say, store bought. The engines are store bought. You know, all the parts. So it's really up to the crew chief. And the driver to work together, get the get the chassis right, get the shocks, and you know shocks have become so critical. Um, so getting all that, and then the driver doing his job. So yeah, I, I mean, you know, you do get drivers that that 
get on a, a tear that they're winning a bunch of races and you wonder why, but it's always been that way in racing. But to do it today, and what I've said, you know, what Kyle Larson did and still continues to do at times just amazes me because, you know, like Paul Silva shows up with one car and, and I mean, it's a great race car. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, they don't carry an extra car. So, but they're not chasing points, but, but, uh, so they come ready and, and, you know, the World of Outlaws race so many different tracks and conditions that pretty much anything you throw at them, they've probably already seen it. So, uh, you know, that puts on a great race for the fans. And, and again, I'll, I'll, you know, said I took some heat for it, but I, I'll stand by it. it. It's tougher to win today, I think, than any time in history. Mm-hmm. We had Carson Macedo on our pre-race show at Houston's a few weeks ago, and he was talking about his owner, crew chief, Philip Dietz. And he, one of his mm-hmm. statements, Brad, was this is a mechanic sport. Um, has it always been with the rigors, with the travel? What when when I hear that he said this is now a mechanic sport? Um, hey, we we I don't know if we can understate the importance of the mechanics. I'm not I'm not saying that, but when I hear that, it's like is could you imagine the job of a mechanic in 2021 with with people management, travel management, part management, everything else that we're dealing with as a sport? Boy, they they've definitely got some pressure on their shoulders. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's, it's any type of motor racing. I think it's always been a mechanics sport. Um, I used to try to be a hands-on driver and do a lot of the setup myself. I, I always thought that the driver that could do that, uh, that didn't depend on a crew chief in the long run, you're better off because, you know, you get a good combination and for whatever reason that splits, which they normally do after three or, three or four years, you know, then you might be lost. So I always had that mindset, you know, I wanted to learn as much as I could and do as much as I could. But man, it, it's it's gotten so uh, specific, like I said, with shocks and setup and that kind of thing. That that definitely a good crew chief, and and you know, Steve and Carl proved this. Many, many years ago, the, the crew chief and driver that stay together and can stay together the longest seem to, to have the most success. And because they they know what the, you know, the driver knows, he's confident in the mechanic and feels the car is going to be fast. And Aaron, you know, as a driver, when you strap in that thing, you know, you, if you feel like you've got a chance to win, it seems like you drive harder, you drive better, you're confident in the car. You know, and and the mechanic has to feel the same way about the driver. He knows he's given it everything he can. So when those two get to working together and things start clicking, man, that's that's when you start knocking off some wins. And it almost seems easy at times. And then, you know, back to you again, Aaron, you know it's not easy. But there's times you win races and the car feels so good. I think, why why does it feel like this every night? I should be winning every race. You know, but you you just aren't going to hit it every night. No, that's so true. You're almost so comfortable. Like you said, it almost seems easy. And you're like, then, you know, you'll go out the next night and you're humbled right away because you don't have (laughs) the same setup. Brad, how, uh, I know your social media presence is strong, but how much do you keep in touch with uh, mechanics, drivers? I'm curious your thoughts. You know, some of the hot topics when we were just at Jackson talking to some of the guys was tires, the tires, which usually is a hot topic, but this year they seem to, to be a struggle. Um, and then getting parts. We've talked about it earlier uh, this week with Justin Henderson, um, getting parts and motor pieces. What are some of the hot topics you hear when you keep in touch with people? 
Yeah, this, the same thing, uh, exact same thing, you know, that, that, and I've even been reading about some of the tire companies and, you know, why there, there's a shortage and, and what they're having to deal with. And, and yeah, some of the, some of the sprint car tires, the right rears that they're having to use are, are coming out smaller than what drivers like. So they're having a, a tough time getting a stagger that they need, which is for those listening that, you know, smaller left rear tire. And you, how you change the left rear really is critical in how the car gets through the corner and gets off the corner. So it's been a struggle. And, of course, drivers and teams, you know, they're they're always complaining about something. And I say that because I was a driver. And, you know, you focus on your own team, and there's always something to complain about. But, uh, you know, the drivers have always for years been complaining about the left rear tires not growing and the car does weird things. The right rear will roll under and the left rear doesn't stand up. and so they really had to fight that, but it's all the same for everybody, you know, and there's guys that have figured it out, you know, and, but then some nights it'll throw them a curveball, And, and for that very reason, uh, you know, they struggle trying to, trying to get the setup. It's unreal. It really truly is. Brad, just when you look at the, um, at the overall landscape of the sport, maybe, and, and I know you spent some time in Pennsylvania recently. You've been, you said you've been to all house speed week with the world of all you've been on that tour. Is there a, is there a driver or a team or somebody that just is kind of stepping out to you this year? Um, that is, that is, that, that, that is kind of caught your, uh, caught your eye this year. Oh boy! I know loaded um, question because there's so many good ones. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that is tough. Um, I don't want. I'm just trying to think of the, you know the, the world of outlaws. Um, that uh, Lock, Lockie McCune from Australia. You know, yep. I didn't know much about him. You know, he he's won a race. I think Waynesfield and and that Devin Borden from Washington goes into Pennsylvania and you know he he opened some eyes. You know, and, got, and is getting some attention and getting a ride. So, um, I guess those are a couple that stand out. But yeah. uh, it goes back to again the competition so tough. It's really hard for uh, you know anybody to to really jump out. I guess and and it's just that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, we had Lachlan McHugh on our our podcast here, and uh, and a great great guy. That's for sure. And um, just amazing it is. And I, I didn't even think about Devin Borden. Uh, he's uh, made some made some inroads over in Pennsylvania. It's it's amazing. Aaron, can you imagine how difficult it would be for a young racer to climb it? I'm not. I agree with Brad. Winning World of Outlaw races right now is more yeah. difficult. I'm fine with it. I, I don't have the back history that you two do have, but I understand it and I agree. You imagine as a young race car driver trying to navigate these waters? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was hard enough when I did it. No, the competition level, like we keep talking about, is so insane right now. And just talking to the guys when we were at Jackson, um, you know, some of the veterans, uh, uh, Wayne Johnson, who is just struggling. And he's won how many races in his career, but going and racing with the Outlaws right now, he's like, it's it's just tough. Yeah. It's just a rough, you know, I, I can't. I and mean, you see someone like you talked about that, Lachlan coming over to the U.S. and winning a race and I mean that that's that's impressive. Yeah. It's it's neat. I wanted to ask you too, Brad, about your thoughts on Tyler Courtney, um, one of the guys to yeah. me that has stood out this year, coming from pretty much a non-wing background and really doing well with the All Stars. What are your thoughts on Tyler? Yeah, you know what? That's boy. That's I'll admit the question caught me off guard, but absolutely, he he probably has to be at the top of the list, mm-hmm. uh, leading the All Star points and and you know a lot of. Um, I remember when Ron Schumann, you know, great non-wing racer, started running winged cars and running with the World of Outlaws, and 
And and again, I probably get myself in trouble, but it's kind of been proven over the years that a wing driver can generally take the wing off and be pretty competitive right off the bat, where a non-wing driver putting a wing on, it seems a little tougher. And Schumann would come right out and say, he said, you know, with a non-wing car, you get out of the throttle, you turn it sideways, and you let it float into the corner. With a wing car, you try to drive it wide open straight at the wall and hope it turns, you know, and that takes a lot of nerve to do that. And, boy, Tyler Courtney has, and that team, you know, the Clawson Marshall team has just, uh, you know, really clicked. And, he, well, he, you know, he won. The first time I'd really ever heard of him, he got in a, and you guys both know this, he jumped in a backup car to Danny Smith and won a wing race down at Atomic Speedway, you know, several years ago. And I was like, what, who? And, you know, I mean, a non-wing guy jumps in a, you know, Danny's spare car and wins down there. So he's, he, he's got talent. There's no doubt about it. And he, boy, he has adapted and adjusted so quickly and, and looks good and, you know, is in contention to win almost every night. Yeah. I had kind of had, I'd kind of, so I'm glad Aaron brought him up because I was kind of thinking about everybody but him as well. And what he's done is absolutely amazing. All right, Brad, let's swing back to Tuesday night. Attica Raceway Park. Where can people get tickets, and what do ever, what does everyone need to know as they get ready for the big one this Tuesday? Well, they go to AtticaRacewayPark.com or WorldAboutLaws.com uh, and click on the NOS Energy Drink for the Sprint Car Schedule, and you click down, you can find it to buy tickets uh, at either one of those sites. And I just we just want people to know that it's going to be a beautiful, sunshiny day, and we're going to have a great race and a good field of cars. And it's going to be wonderful. So uh, our ticket sales have been great. Our reserves uh, advanced sales have been the best they've probably been in a long time. And, and so we're happy about that. But uh, uh, Attica did add a 1,000 new seats over the winter. So we've got plenty of seats. Don't, don't worry about that. For those that, you know, you want to show up, uh, you know, we'll find a seat. And, and pit passes are available to anyone So at any age. So uh, it's going to be a great night. Great night for sure. Brad, it's a great night coming up on Tuesday, and it's always a great time to catch up with you. We appreciate you joining us this week here on Wing Nation. Man, it was great talking to you guys again. Thanks a lot. That's good. We'll see you down the road. Thanks, Brad. Yep. Brad Doty joining us here on Wing Nation. They don't come any better than Brad Doty, do they? They don't. Over the years, Dryden has stood for uncompromised value and proven performance. Known as the hardest working brand in heavy duty lubrication, Dryden's heritage is made in America and made to last. Drydeen products work to increase the life and enhance the efficiency of your equipment in the toughest conditions. Learn more about Drydeen's products at Drydeen.com. From grassroots racing to NASCAR, Drydeen is a proud supporter of racing everywhere. For a year-round high-quality eating experience, look no further than sage fruit, apples, pears, and cherries. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Flow Racing is the home of grassroots racing, with over 1,300 races streaming live in 2021. Watch the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl, World 100, Dirt Late Model Dreams, Sweet 16, and much, much more. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com MRN. From sprint cars on dirt to SK Modifieds on pavement, arena cross, drag racing, and everything in between, it's here, live, and on demand. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com MRN. That's F-L-O racing.com 
forward slash MRN. Great catching up with Brad Doty here on Wing Nation, presented by Dry Dean by DRF Racing Oils. We're in the Hercules Tire Studios in Concord, North Carolina. I'm not here for long. I'm not here for long because <laughs> I'm going to Knoxville, Iowa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, no, it's all right. You, you were there. I you had my there. picks. Well, you, not enough. But, not enough. Yeah. Well, is, there an, yeah. is there such a thing? <laughs> um, Knoxville Raceway, okay. Again, we are Wing Nation. We are MRN Radio as well, okay? This is where our worlds collide, and I could not be happier that our <laughs> worlds are colliding. Friday night, it's the Corn Belt 150 for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series at Knoxville. All right? You don't just want to see NASCAR drivers race? Well, how about we throw Donnie Schatz, Brian Brown, Parker Price Miller, Chase Briscoe, and Lord knows between now and then, who else into trucks? Because everybody is coming on board. So the best sprint car drivers and the best truck drivers. All right, so you're going to go begrudgingly, man, not in defenders, I'm not in anything. All right, all right, all right. Go on Friday. Because you know on Saturday, mm. you're going to get your non-fendered fix. The brand professional agriculture, Corn Belt Clash. Oh, you prefer wings or non-wings? Well, how about this? John McQuain, Kendra said, we'll just give you both. Yeah. Wings and non-wings, the AMSOIL US, uh, USAC National Tour, and the weekly 410 series. That's a nice weekend. Nice combo platter. It is. It is a great combo platter. <laughs> Try something new. Maybe something new is a sprint car. Try something new. Maybe something new is a truck. Okay? I love that. You know, when we were there for the SRX race, they had a lot of fans stay and watch the sprint cars that were there to see. Just to see yeah, SRX. Yeah. And it was yeah. like kind of a new crowd. And then on the other hand, we had people like Elio really watching 410s for the first time in person. And they were like, wow, these things are really cool. So it's neat to see that crossover. Now, I'm going to warn you. I'm going to warn you if you're a NASCAR fan just stumbled into Wing Nation here. And you go and you stay around until Saturday, you better have a little room on that credit card for Knoxville Nationals tickets because <laughs> it's not a matter of if you're going. Once you go, you will be there. Um, Knoxville Raceway this weekend. All right. Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. They're at Gallatin Speedway, Billings, Montana. It's the Napa of Bozeman Grizzly Nationals. Now, this is the race. Now, the bear has retired, apparently. Now, how does a bear retire? I don't know. Well, he's he's living. There was a video of the bear. I watched a video of the bear, and he's just. Uh, Where did you see this? He's just eating Reese's peanut butter cups, I think, and retired. Um, so I'm not sure we're going to have the bear in victory lane. That's my favorite thing. Uh, they had no racing at the track, but it returned to the national tour, and they're doing it with the frontier region. My favorite was Wayne Johnson, our buddy, <laughs> our friend. He's out. He's looking at this bear. He's looking at this bear, and Wayne, being Wayne, said. I looked around at all the cameramen, and I figured there's at least one of them I can outrun. I don't need to outrun the bear. I just need to outrun all of you guys. It's a solid point. Solid. It's a yeah. solid point. Wayne Johnson has some solid points over the course of a conversation. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions. I'm excited about this weekend. They're up in Busty, New York at State Line mm-hmm. Speedway on Friday night. Saturday night, the Lou Blaney Memorial. We'll see Dale, Dave, or who else? Mm. Yeah. That's going to be good. And then Sunday, right back at Sharon for the Justin Snyder Salute to the Troops. So two nights of racing at Sharon. Love that. Good stuff. This here, okay? Our friends in Canada, north of the border. The Pinty's Night of Thunder. This is a new 360 tour Hmm. that launched, well, it was supposed to launch in 2020. We all know Canada is on Major League Lockdown. 
Yes, exactly. We're all rolling our eyes. Uh, Pearl, Pearl, we did the race at we did the we did the race at uh, Road America this weekend. We had Canada Corner with no Canadians. Heck, how do you do that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so Canada's been locked down. But this is the Pitney's Night of Thunder. This is a 360 tour, and they kick it off Saturday night at Merivale. Over the course of this year, I think I read where there's 13 or 14 dates. Brockville, Cornwall, Brighton, Oshweekin, Humberstone, Southern Ontario Speedway. Those are some great tracks. Are they Those great are the tracks? old ESS tracks. Yep. Old, yeah, old, yeah. Old, uh, old Crocker and her ESS car yeah. with Mike Woodring. Speaking of it, you talked about State Line Speedway where they all-stars. That's my site of my first win. For, really? Yep. How about that? Uh-huh. Oh, we Big are going. Doings. We're going to the way back. Well, not too far back. <laughs> no, we're, actually, it was. Yeah, that was, was the way back machine. Um, so, hey, good luck to our friends north of the border. Um, I heard from uh, Thomas Kennedy. I was Remember just we thinking met, of we him. Met oh, him? yeah. He I, hasn't been in a sprint car for a year and a half. That's crazy. I he's, follow him on social media, yeah. and he's going nuts. <laughs> he is. Oh, yeah. When everyone's finding ways, like like when James McFadden found a key to get from Australia yeah. to here, he's like, hey, what about me? It's just the river. It's just... Uh, a year and a half, Thomas Kennedy, everyone's all excited. So best of fortune to all of our friends mm-hmm. north of the border. It is neat. Friday night, Attica, Lernerville, River City, Nosa Sprints, Williams Grove. They have URC there as well. Boy, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Saturday, Fremont, Lincoln, Port Royal, St. Francis, Wayne County, Wilmot has the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. I want to give a shout-out to Sealands Grove, the Mach 1 360 Nationals up in Pennsylvania. Sunday, Houston Speedway, the Nosa Sprints. For me, Aaron, awesome. it's sprint car season. It is. We've 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 had fenders galore, and I love my fenders. I have no problems with it. But this weekend, Knoxville doing the trucks and staying over, and doing the um, four nice. tens and the USAC cars. Next weekend, the Kings Royal, not one but two of them, and I just booked my plane ticket this week. The following weekend, I'm flying into Little Rock, Arkansas. I am doing 360 racing with the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. At West Memphis, Batesville, uh, and I thirty. Some more good tracks. I am so. I don't know. All three of them make me so happy. I mean, it's just. I don't know what makes me happiest. I mean, it's just like. But I cannot wait. It's like sprint car season. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so on the SRX. You're on the deal. SRX yep. deal. You're going to uh, Slinger, Slinger and then to Nashville. There's nothing. I'm warning you. There's nothing extra to do in Nashville. Quiet town. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Quiet yeah. town. Yeah. You know, um, there will be babysitters involved. You're, oh yes, your <laughs> your buddy Scott Borchetta. Yes, you know him. You oh, know yeah. him really well. He's mm-hmm. the one that hosted us for our Wing Nation shows a couple years yes. ago. They've got new concoctions. Oh, spiked lemonade. Spiked lemonade in the juice box container. Yeah, they're like juice boxes, like the uh, Capri Suns or exactly. Capri Suns or whatever. Big, they are. So you can like take them to your kids' sporting event. Like just don't just get them mixed up box. with the kids' ones. <laughs> well, that's all right if you do it, but if you give, you know, don't get any spiked lemonades. Yeah, it wouldn't be that? ideal. How about that? Yeah, you guys are going to have a good time. So I you're going to be on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I'm going to be on the road back and forth with sprint cars, and then we're all counting down to Knoxville. Yeah, and it's getting close. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. Uh, on our Wing Nation television program presented by Sage Fruit, the North Pole Nightmare, Bill Baylog joins us. Yeah, that's coming up this weekend over on Mav TV. I hope we caught it on Rev TV Wednesday nights. Uh, wing or open open one Wednesday? Call it open one Wednesday. I think something like that. <laughs> so good stuff up at uh, up in uh, Rev TV in Canada and Mav TV. Hey, it is great to catch up with Brad Doty, and it is great to catch up with you. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Drydeen and DRF Racing Oils.
Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. 